Lord, we just thank you for this night, this time together. And uh, Holy Spirit, we ask you to guide us, teach us, strengthen us, comfort us, uh, guide us into all truth right now. In Jesus' name, amen. If you know me, you know that this time of year that there's one Christmas special that's always going to be mentioned numerous times. I love the Charlie Brown Christmas special. Love it. Love everything about it. When's the last time you watched it? I love the dancing two hours ago. That's right. I love the dancing. So you realize that, like the thriller dance, like the thriller dance is in the dancing. Like they dance that way. The running man, like it's a weird version of the running man, but it's there. The jazzy music, all of it. But I love the message. And this, this cartoon special is no joke. It gets to some very heavy realities, and it gets there quick. So you realize that the first spoken words in the Charlie Brown Christmas special, I mean, there, there's dancing, there's ice skating, there's different things going on, but the first spoken words in that are this. I think there must be something wrong with me, Linus. Christmas is coming, but I'm not happy. I don't feel the way I'm supposed to feel. Those are the first words. That's intense. Throughout this cartoon, Charlie Brown does something that I think every single one of us do as well. He, he searches for answers, but he also gets distracted, gets really, really distracted, and even acknowledges, I don't want to be distracted, but I'm distracted. He looks for answers everywhere. With friends, he goes to a psychiatrist. Now, granted, it's not the best psychiatrist. I mean, what do you get for five cents? I mean, it's not the best. But he actually gets some pretty decent input. He, he's told that he needs to have involvement in his life. He needs to be active. He needs to have a purpose. So he follows that advice. He busies himself. He's actually given a really cool honor to be the director of the Christmas program. So he gets to find some fulfillment and some notoriety and satisfaction of a job well done. But the distractions prove to be too much. Money, gifts, pressure, the lights and the, the display contest with the cash reward, the greed and entitlement of his little sister's letter to Santa. Even an industrial pair of spotlights leading you to an aluminum tree farm, like a Christmas tree lot. I know it was 1965, but that's just odd. The holiday productions, and here's the thing, it all leads to one thing, it all leads to failure. It all leads to him coming up short and life confirming to him that he doesn't measure up. His biggest fears that he stated at the beginning of this cartoon, it grips his heart. And that's this. There must be something wrong with me. I'm not happy. I don't feel the way that the world says I should feel. After seeking, and just for the record, I'm not, I'm not preaching this, but man, we're going to talk about it a little bit more, okay? 
after seeking fulfillment, after seeking friendship, after failing, at one point he just shows his hurt and his pain and he says this, everything I do turns into a disaster. Everything I do turns into a disaster. That's a deep wound that he is sharing there. Thankfully, a friend is listening. Thankfully, Linus is listening. And fortunately, Linus knows the answer. So I just want to ask us real quick, in this chapter, this current chapter of our lives, this place that we're at right now, which, which character do we play? Which, which role do we play? Are we in that place of hopelessness, of needing clarification of our lives? Are we, are we in this place of the distractions being too much and taking our focus away? Are we in that place of, of a listening, caring friend who is attentive and, and hearing those around us? Because I think that sometimes our, our words aren't as to the point as Charlie Brown's are, but when we're hurting, we, we try and convey that in different ways. Linus hears the hopeless cry of a dear friend. And then he hears this. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Most likely for us, we're not going to hear that. What we're going to hear is, is there anything genuine in this world? Is there anything satisfying that can redeem my life, my messed up life, and give me reason to live? Is there anything that can give me hope? That's pretty heavy for an animated Christmas cartoon, right? Some of you may be thinking, that's pretty heavy for a candlelight service. And friends, we're we're absolutely 100% um, wanting you to have an amazing time tonight. Um, But more than that, we want you to have life and life to the fullest because that's what Jesus promised. He said, I've come to have so that you might have life and have it to the fullest. God the Father sent Jesus to heal, to save, to set free. That's what we want above anything else. The Father sent Jesus the Son to to bring orphans into family, into a togetherness, so together we we could ecclesia, we could gather and lift up the name of Jesus. Jesus didn't come to make bad people good. Jesus came to make dead people live. To give us life. So if you're the one who's hopeless, then please hear this. Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the answer. He's the one who can set you free from fear and depression. But I'll say this right now. If you're looking for a quick fix... I don't even, that's rare that the Lord does it that way because what he wants is us to walk and journey with him. Yes, make a decision of trust. Yes, come to a place where we say, Lord, save me. Lord, I need you. And we call out. Romans uh, 10 says, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. But then we have to walk with him. He doesn't just want to fix us and then catch and release. He wants us to journey with him, to walk with him.
If you're the friend who knows knows Jesus, you know the answer. You're in the Linus category, and I'm putting myself in the Linus category here. Then I want to say this. We need to listen. And we need to speak up. We need to hear. Because there's a lot of hurting people around us, and if we know Christ... We have the answer. Now, you might not have the elaborate words. You might have the best scripture to reference. You might not have those things, but you got Jesus. So we need to listen. We need to listen when people are sharing, and maybe they just scratch the surface of of sharing a hurt or a need. I want to show a quick video, hour or like not an hour, a minute and 45 seconds, uh, just um, from the Charlie Brown special. They're hopeless, Charlie Brown. Completely hopeless. Rats. You've been dumb before, Charlie Brown, but this time you really did it. (laughs) What a treat. I guess you were right, Linus. I shouldn't have picked this little tree. Everything I do turns into a disaster. I guess I really don't know what Christmas is all about. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Sure, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Lights, please. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you, you shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. got my security blanket. I'm not going to suck my thumb, though, because I'm a big boy. I don't know if you guys noticed this. I mean, Linus always has this. His sister teases him. She calls it that stupid blanket. It's his security blanket. He always has it with him. Earlier in the special, he uses that as a slingshot and knocked over a can with a snowball. It was great. But in this scene, did you see him drop the blanket when he's reading from Luke 2 and he says fear not he drops it and he proceeds to talk about the birth of Jesus Christ now I'll tell you something that's interesting is there's only twice that I can think of where I ever saw Linus without his blanket and they're both in this movie See, from this scene here, Charlie Brown then takes his tree 
And he just had this great moment, right? He just had this great moment. He's just encouraged by scripture, and he takes this tree, and he starts walking home. And he says, I'm going to go home, and I'm going to fix it up, and I'm going to show everybody that I did pick a, a good tree, and it's good enough to be in the production, right? He just has this, he even pauses, and here's Linus, and, you know, the, recounts Linus's words. Ah, oh, that's wonderful. And he goes home, but here's the thing. He's still doing what we do. He's still making it about him. He's still, we make it about ourselves. I'm going to show him I have worth. I'm going to show everybody that I chose well. I'm going to show everybody. I'm going to show them. He gets to the doghouse, and, and he sees that Snoopy won first place in the tree, like the light decorating thing, right? First place. He's like, I'm not going to let that stupid dog, that, that commercial dog, <laughs> I'm not going to let him throw me off. But then what happens? He takes a, an ornament from that, he hangs it on the tree, and the tree just flops over under the weight of one ornament. That, right there at that moment, he said, I'm a failure. And walks away again. Hebrews 12.2 says this. We look to Jesus, the founder and the perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. We look to Jesus, the one who gives us faith. If you're here today and you're like, I don't have any faith, you know what this scripture tells us? We look to, faith, we look to Jesus because he's the author of our faith. You don't have any faith? then you're in the right place. Look to Jesus. He's here right now. We're in the presence of the Lord together. Look to him and take whatever tiny measure of faith that you can grab a hold of. And then it says he's the finisher of our faith. That young, immature, tiny faith, he turns it into something mighty as we walk with him, as we look to him. We look to Jesus, not to self. We look to Jesus, not our own way of establishing our own worth. We look to Jesus, not, not to ourselves to validate or anything else to validate. And it says here in that passage we read, we look to Jesus who for the joy set before him endured the cross. Do you know what the, the joy set before Jesus is? Do you know what it is? It's you. When he was being tortured, when he was being beaten, when he was on the cross, he, he caught a glimpse of you. He said, she's my joy. For her, I will lay down my life so that she can know the goodness of the Father, so that she can be with the Father. And I will do so with joy. He looked and he, he saw you and he saw me and he said, him, the joy set before me. I will do it so that he can know the goodness of my Father. The joy set before him, he endured the cross. Charlie Brown says, I've killed it. His exact quote, I've killed it. Everything I touch gets ruined. Friends, I mean, this, this hit me hard because there's sometimes this is me. 
I have this high moment. I have this wonderful time with the Lord. I have this wonderful time of fellowship. And then on the way home, some reality and, and lie and attack of the enemy hits me where I'm totally thrown off course just like this. Everything I touch gets ruined. Looking to Jesus is not a one-time occurrence. It's a daily occurrence. The second time that Linus sets his blanket down is after Charlie Brown has walked away and this crowd of people followed him. They followed Charlie Brown. These same people that heard this message of hope, they followed him. And then Linus looks at the tree and goes, I never did think it was so bad. And he takes his blanket and he wraps it around the base of that tree. And he says, maybe he just needed a little love. Might be a reach here. But we're, we're to take these things that are most important to us, those things that represent our security and our hope, and we're to wrap them at the base of the tree, at the foot of the cross, at the feet of Jesus. After Linus does this, he steps back and he looks at the tree and he looks at his blanket there and he has this, this look of satisfaction. He smiles. There's actually a couple different like, elements of his smile. He kind of smirks at first and he has this big smile as he looks just satisfied. And then something really cool happens that I think most people don't miss, but I want us to catch. Like people, they started gathering around and bringing their different ornaments and different things and placing it on that tree. Other things of value, other things of beauty. And then they start worshiping together. They start humming, hark, the herald angels sing. And then Charlie Brown comes back. What's going on here? Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown. And then they all start singing together. Tonight's Christmas message is this. Share when you're hurting. But quite honestly, you've got to share with someone who's going to point you in the right direction. You've got to share with someone who's going to point you the truth because there's a lot of garbage out there. But share. When you're struggling, when you're hurting, share. And then listen. Number two, listen to people who are hurting. And then lovingly point them to Jesus, knowing that, quite honestly, maybe, maybe we just need a little bit of love. Maybe we just need to show a little bit more love. And then number three, look to Jesus who gives faith even to the faithless. Look to him constantly. He purchased your life with his and he considered it a joy to do so because he loves you.